You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is Fight Fan Weekly. Fight Fan Weekly. This episode on Fight Fan Weekly, we're going to be doing the forecast for next week's UFC Fight Night. Once again, we're going to be talking about fighters that I recognize but don't really know their skill sets all too well. So oh. it's going to be a lot of Andy talking. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So start us off here. <laughs> I don't. I can't even pronounce that dude's name. We have Rafael dos Anjos versus Michael Chiesa. That's not bad. Thank you. I Rafael think... dos Anjos and Michael Chiesa. Chiesa. Okay. Um, Rafael dos Anjos, former champ. Did not know. Yeah, he was uh, supposed to fight Connor. Got injured, Ooh. and then Connor uh, fought. I believe uh, uh, he beat uh, Eddie Alvarez for the title after that. Oh, okay. Um, but. Um, Cool story. Yeah, cool story, bro. Uh, this one, I Avil Dos Anjos has always been always a very difficult guy to beat. If somebody beats him impressively, that person's stock goes always goes up. Okay. So he's one of those guys where people might not be talking about him, like oh, he's in line for a title shot or whatever. But if you beat him decisively, he's, he's always a threat. You're you get a, you get a pat on the back and a gold star. Gotcha. So. Um, Michael Chiesa, also another another guy who's not not at the the um, the name level of Dos Anjos as far as uh, I guess accolades and all that stuff goes, but very dangerous, motivated, um, kind of crafty on the ground. But uh, I think Dos Anjos is going to take this one. I think he's had more higher level competition. He um, he's been in the big fights. He's won the big fights in the past. Okay. Um, Kiesa is a great fighter. I just think that Rafael Dos Anjos, the other thing he's known for is his pace. He's known for putting on a crazy pace. Now, Michael Kiesa did go three rounds with uh, Diego Sanchez, who's also known for a crazy pace. So it might not be as much of a factor, but it's always something to look at when a guy is known for his cardio and he's known for using it effectively. Okay. Like once Dosanio starts, he never lets his foot off the gas. He's always in your face, in your face. That's why it was so impressive to watch Colby do what he did to him. So it's not just that he's long-winded. He's just constantly high-paced. Yes. He okay. uses it to wear you down. And he also hits very hard, and he's he's got a pretty good ground game as well. Okay. Like he's – I don't think he's going to be – it's not like he has to be – like. Obviously, everyone's got to be worried with going to the ground with jiu-jitsu guys, but I don't think he has to be worried the way other people in the division would have to be worried on the ground because I think he's been there and he's he's solid enough in that state where he's he'll feel comfortable if he can if he can take Kiesa down because Kiesa is a little crafty. He's pretty crafty, but I think Dosanio takes this. I'm going to have to agree with you. On that. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. All right, then we have Curtis Blades versus Junior Dos Santos. Dos Santos. Um, okay, so a little bit of background on these guys. Uh, Blades, Curtis Blades. We have, is it, What? We have seen Blades fight. Yes, we have. You've seen Dos Santos fight, too. I'll take your word for it. Um, so JDS versus Blades. Curtis is kind of known for he's a giant person, just a massive, broad shoulders, strong, powerful wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can knock guys out. But he's he's more kind of known as like the old school lay and pray kind of guys. Like take you down, wear you out, get the decision. Take you down, wear you out, get the decision. Now he's shown a couple different looks so f- in the last couple fights where he's actually stopped. I think one or two guys. 
Um, Dos Anjos is a knockout guy. He can knock out anybody in the world pretty much. Uh, he's knocked out his last two fights. We just looked up Tai Tuivasa, who's a fucking brick shit house, big solid Samoan guy. If you're knocking out a Samoan, you you, you got power. <laughs> you can knock out anybody. Um, and he also knocked out uh, um, the Black Beast, um, Derek Lewis. Okay, who's another heavy hitter. And not one of the knocks on Dos Anjos or Dos Santos is he's taken a lot of damage. Uh, both of these guys have lost to uh, Francis Ngannou in their last couple of fights. Both of them were knocked out by Francis Ngannou. Junior was knocked out five months ago by Dos An- or by uh, Ngannou. Curtis was knocked out several fights ago by him. So he's had a little bit more time in between the head trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to be a factor, but JDS has taken a lot of damage over his career. And Blades is a big guy, but I it's hard to bet against Dos Santos for me because I he's a solid, solid fighter and he hits hard as shit. So Curtis is used to taking guys down, frustrating them, and, and keeping him there. He is a big guy. If he did it, I wouldn't be totally surprised. But I think Junior has been in there enough. He knows how to uh, use his wrestling defense, and I think his hands are far superior to Blades. I think that if he frustrates Blades or he gets him caught, you know, catches him off guard coming in or stuffs the first couple takedowns, I think he'll end up knocking him out with the hands. So, I don't even know how to do a follow-up question like that. So, do you think because Dos Santos constantly has these knockout fights, his last three fights have been a knockout at the very least, uh, win and lose? Yes. So, do you think he plays a little bit more of a dangerous game that way? He yeah, he likes striking. He likes standing up, and he has he has the the belief in his in his hands that he can knock someone out. Yeah. So he is willing to stay in the pocket and take some to give it. And a lot. And when you play that game, you go out on your shield if you lose. Yeah. yeah so um, he's shown that he's been more than willing to do that. Now, if he can stuff Curtis's takedowns, especially in the beginning of the fight, you know, it's a three round fight. It's not a five-round fight. So Junior can kind of push the gas a little bit more than he would in a five-round fight. So um, he, the, the key to this is going to be don't get – obviously, don't get caught early, obviously. But to make sure he stuffs the first couple takedowns or at least gets right back up yeah. and frustrates Blades with the grappling if when Blades inevitably tries to grapple him. I mean, anything can happen in MMA. I just – that's how I see it going from what I've seen from these two. All right, all right. Yeah. But again, I've seen Junior. I've seen his skills. He usually rises to the occasion. Even in the fights that he loses, his heart is always there. So I'm going to go with JDS on this one. I'm going to go with Curtis Blade simply because I love his name. Yeah, you might not be wrong. <laughs> you might not be wrong. <laughs> Fucking powerful. He against cover. a guy with the name Blades. Blades. He Fucking... spelt cool. Blades. Blades. Fucking ridiculous. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> that about wraps us up. Tell us who you think is going to win next weekend. And don't forget to go to BroDownPro.com. Get all your BroDown gear. And we will catch you guys next time. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to BroDown Podcast all fucking day. Oh.